Hello all you kings, queens, and those in between, Parish Maharaj here, and I have foregone our usual intro music because I am just too excited to announce that we have reached a major milestone. Busted Limes has hit a thousand downloads. You probably know what I'm about to say because you hear all the other creators say it, but damn it, I never, I never really expected to ever reach this point. I mean, seriously, this is the kind of show where when my dad asked me who my target audience was, I said, without a hint of irony, me. It was just a creative outlet for me and my cousin Black Belt to talk about whatever we felt like, because God knows the podcasting space can never have too many POC voices. Fast forward to today, and now it feels like we're part of a whole network of creative voices, some of whom we would have never met if we'd never joined this scene. But like any idea to form a podcast, the hardest part was getting started. Which brings me to the rest of this episode. On Thanksgiving weekend in 2019, I pressed record on my phone during a random conversation with a black belt about whether Steven Spielberg was full of shit for thinking Netflix movies weren't real cinema. This would go on to serve as a sort of pilot episode for Busted Limes, and motivate us to continue the show to this day. And so, in celebration of how far we've come, I've decided to upload that pilot here in its entirety. Bit of a disclaimer though, uh, the audio is very rough, and it was not edited at all, so expect a lot of crosstalk and background noise that I know how to fix in post by now. Also. See if you can spot the moment where Black Belt realized I was recording. So, without further ado, here is the recording that started our podcast journey. The birth of Busted Limes. Like, I care about as much as that about whether Steve Spielberg thinks Netflix movies should be eligible for Oscars or not. Right, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. But man, I will. Spielberg also thought Temple of Doom was a good idea. So, do I really care what he thinks about what makes a good movie? Didn't he also do Crystal Skull? Yes. Yeah. Which honestly, I already told you my hot take about that. Is that I don't get it. People who say they don't like Crystal Skull but like Temple of Doom. Me too. Like... I mean, Temple of Doom is objectively the worst of the original three. Oh, definitely. I would yeah. go so far as to say it's legitimately not even a good movie. Right. Right. I mean, like, I don't need to say why neither of us like it. Yeah. But it's yeah. like. We can, it's at least... Frozen monkey brains. It's at least bad enough that we can make fun of it. Yeah. There's a point where, like, the caricature is, like, close enough to the reality that it is offensive. Mm -hmm. But it's so far removed from reality that, like, it's almost like you can dissociate yourself from it. Right. I don't really feel like it's making fun of me because there's not enough of it that resembles anything. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it still is. Yeah. 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 And not that the female lead is just annoying in that movie. It's just... Oh my god. Have you seen it recently? I haven't seen any of the Jones movies recently, honestly. All she does is just scream, oh, well, complain. I've seen Temple of Doom recently. Oh, yeah, but I remember it pretty vividly. Like, the Last yeah. Crusade are fucking masterpieces. Yeah, right? oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think any of them ever got close to being as good as Raiders was. Raid- oh, yeah, Raiders is still the best. Well, actually, yeah. I would argue mm-hmm. Last Crusade plot wise is better than Raiders. Well, mm-hmm. because the main difference between Last Crusade and Raiders is that literally Indiana Jones has no effect on anything that happens in Raiders at all. Like, I hate to really? say that I know it's because of Big Bang Theory, but like, there's a sign where Penny is literally like, look, if Indiana Jones never got involved in the events of Raiders, the exact same outcome happens. The Nazis find the Ark, open it, and they die. 
Or they literally just never find it because they only find it because Indy has a correct map to where it is. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Last Crusade is just a great movie start to finish. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Crystal Skull is objectively better than Temple of Doom, but it also objectively never should have existed. Yeah. 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 I think it says a lot that Force Awakens was able to get Harrison Ford to care more about playing Han Solo than Crystal Skull did about playing Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's really baffling that. I mean, especially considering he doesn't even like playing Han Solo that much. Like, the only reason they got him to come back is because they agreed to kill him off, finally. Mmm. Like, the whole reason he's frozen with Carbonite and Empire Strikes Back is because they weren't sure they could get him to come back for episode 6. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. Huh. Do you think that uh, Indiana Jones reboot could work, though? Like, in this day and age? The problem with reboots is two things. There have been so many reboots now that any reboot is going to be unattractive to people just because it's a reboot, regardless of whether it's good or not. True. Second, it's rebooting something that's in recent memory for a lot of people, because there are people alive now who still remember going to see the first one when it was in theaters, and also Harrison Ford and Steven Spielberg and basically all the cast members are still alive. Right. Like, we're not far enough removed from the originals that a reboot would feel necessary. It's Shout not like when they you. remade Ben Horror, where it's like, yeah, it's the greatest movie of all time, but no one is alive from when it first came out. So let's right. And then no one remembers that it came out. Right. Because <laughs> the first one is iconic. Right. The second one. Here's the thing. If a reboot can only ever be seen as a reboot of the original, it will never be successful. Mm. Like, it has to... Like, look at A Star is Born. Nobody fucking cares that it's the fifth version of that movie. Shit, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot about also, a Star's Born. Oh my god. Yeah, because it was good on its own. Yes. Granted, yes. nobody is allowed to like like Star's Born and then complain about Marvel movies rehashing the same shit over and over again. Because literally <laughs> the fourth version of that movie to have been made, and all the other versions were Oscar nominated. You literally cannot yep. talk shit about Marvel exactly. movies rehashing the same ideas yeah. over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Did you actually see it, Stars Born? I mean, more or less. I saw my mom watch it on a plane. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, before that, we had seen the Bollywood version, so... Of course, there's a Bollywood version. Here's the funny Bollywood remade a Stars Born before Hollywood remade a Stars Born. Oh, nice. Who is in it? I don't even fucking remember. Like, Let me guess. Right... You know for being in it. It's not like... It wasn't Shah Rukh Khan. It was like actual actors. No, I was gonna say Amita Bachchan because... Oh, no. <laughs> but it was recent. Oh, it like, was. Oh. It came out like 2011, 2012. Dude, I'm pretty sure Hollywood uh, remade Stars Born long before that. No, I mean like it's... before this version. Oh, before this. Yeah, one. it okay. came out before the Bradley Cooper version as well. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No. the Hollywood version is objectively better because it doesn't have all the baggage of India being an absurdly conservative country when it comes to shit like alcoholism and suicide. Mm. So it handles those aspects of the movie much better. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Did you see mm. Stars Born? Yes, I did. The Bradley Cooper, yeah. only the Bradley Cooper one though. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yes. The movie where Lady Gaga insisted that Bradley Cooper learn how to sing before she even before she even agreed to and come Bradley on. Bradley Cooper did because if Lady Gaga tells you to do something, you fucking do, do it. it. Especially when it's learned to sing because, nice. God. I don't think the movie would have worked as well if he was, you know, lip syncing. Yeah. Especially since they were able to do live performances of songs afterwards. That helped a lot for marketing. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Also, not hilarious where people were like freaking out like when they performed the Oscars. Like, oh my God, they have to actually be in love. It's like, 
really, because you don't think that two actors Chris. who were nominated for acting awards, who were performing the song from their movie at a movie awards for actors ceremony, <laughs> might have been acting on stage. <laughs> Which part of this is hard for you to understand? Our lizard brains that desire clicks. It all it all it all comes back to the clicks. Yeah, that, that's that's all, that's really all it is. <laughs> Gotta get that sweet ass serotonin. Yes, it puts the serotonin on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. It puts the serotonin. No, no, no. It puts the serotonin in the brain, or else it gets the hose again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to bring out the Canadian accent for that one in order to get it to work. See, we don't need Netflix. We can just talk about random shit. Exactly. <laughs> we're just gonna set our phone and start recording while we're talking, and just like. Sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you just... (laughs) I've been recording... Since we mentioned Indiana Jones, I've been recording. (laughs) Here's my thing with just movies in general. Uh Uh-huh. Is everybody only has two or three genres of movie that they enjoy. That is so true. Not everybody's gonna go, like, explore the whole catalog of Oscar-nominated bullshit. Yeah. So nobody can really argue that any genre is, you know, invalid. Right. But obviously there's lowbrow bullshit mixed in with everything. Mm -hmm. That, like, you know, like, no no fucking Medea movie's gonna get nominated for an Oscar. Right, right. But, like, you can't fucking tell me that Winter Soldier is less authentic to the cinematic experience than It 2. Oh, God. And not, that's not a knock to It 2's quality. It's just that, you know, one score, one's action. I, okay. <laughs> I'll pick a movie that I've actually fucking seen. Okay. Like, give me a second. Like, Incredibles 2. Oh, like, okay. I, have, I haven't seen that one. Just because it's animated doesn't make it any less of a great movie. Right. Right. right, Incredibles is a great movie. Spider Verse, a great movie. Mm. You can't disregard them just because they're animated, just because they're about superheroes. Right. Like, if you think Spider Verse is just stupid and for kids, but you adore anything Pixar puts out, you're full of shit. Yeah, exactly. Objectively full of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's like, yes, The Godfather is a cinematic masterpiece. Yes. But I can enjoy The Godfather and enjoy a fucking Seth Rogen movie. Yes. Like, those are not mutually yeah, exclusive, and exactly, it doesn't yeah. make Superbad any less of a movie. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to defend the interview or Sausage Party, because <laughs> the only good thing about the interview existing is that it pissed off North Korea enough to set off a chain reaction that led to Spider-Man being in the MCU. Wait, what? Yeah, the Sony leaks. Remember when Sony got hacked by North Korea? Because they were so pissed off about the interview coming out. Right. Well, part of the leaks showed how fucking inept they were because it showed, like, the mess, the emails with the executive trying to figure out how to make Spider Peter Parker and Amazing Spider-Man 2 relatable. And oh. it was such, like, how-you-do-fellow-kids how bullshit where they're talking about, like, incorporating EDM and shit into the movie. Wow. Like, literally... Because apparently that's what the kids are into, and, like, it showed so obviously how inept they were at handling the source material, mm-hmm. that that actually gave Marvel Studios an edge in the negotiations to get the movie rights back. Oh, wait! Now I remember! Yeah, 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 yeah. No, now I remember! Absolutely. The email leaks. Yeah. Literally the only good thing Kim Jong-un has accomplished <laughs> is giving us Tom Holland as Spider-Man indirectly. Yep. It's... Yep. Yeah, no. But, Yeah. Fuck, what was I talking about? Talking about what makes, like, a legitimate movie or not. Honestly, yeah, you can't say Witcher Soldier, so Witcher Soldier versus It 2. Yeah, like, it's, like, two completely different genres of movie. Different people like them, different people dislike them. My point is, like, you can't disregard whether a movie is legitimate cinema or not just based off of the genre. 
Right. Because like exactly, by that logic, yeah. I could literally disregard half of Scorsese's filmography and say, oh, he just makes mom movies. Exactly. But he makes lots of movies of different genres. Yeah. And it's like, you know, none of them are more or less authentic than the other. Right. Regardless of the fact that Scorsese directed them. Right. Because, you know, if I want to be honest, one of the reasons I like MCU movies more than Scorsese movies is I can see people that look like me in a Marvel movie. I don't think Scorsese knows what a black person is. Oh, God. <laughs> Where's the lie, though? Point to one fucking Scorsese movie that has minorities in it that aren't, like, either complete caricatures or he was just Or just background. Them, or he was yeah. forced to put them in there because it was based off of a real thing that happened. And it was like, oh yeah, no. Turns out minorities were involved in this, so I guess they have to be in there. Do you know that would you know what that would uh, want inspired me to do now? Huh? I want to ask people who've seen The Departed if they remember that Anthony Anderson is in it. Okay, you know why I can't watch The Departed? <laughs> why? Because I still can't tell Mark Wahlberg and Leo DiCaprio and Matt Damon apart from each other. Like early two thousands, you put them next to each other. I cannot tell Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg apart from each other. Okay, and you want fair me to enough. Watch a movie both in it? I'm gonna be too confused. Like, you really cast, pick the three biggest white actors that look the most similar to each other, and cast them in his big like mob movie or whatever. Yeah, is a part it's a part of even technically a mob movie. It's organized crime, right? Yes, it is. It okay, is. Okay, it's a yeah. fucking mob movie. I don't care. As a matter of fact, it's a, it's a remake of a Chinese movie. Oh it wow! Scorsese did a remake. Don't tell a fucking film snob to think all reboots are fucking awful. <laughs> I don't know if they'd be able to handle that. <laughs> you said as your dad walked into the room. <laughs> He's fine with it. I'm an adult. That's true. <laughs> anyway, it's like, when you look at Spielberg, 90% of his filmography is adaptations of novels. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Granted, he doesn't adapt them faithfully most of the time. Which, honestly, he shouldn't, because Ready Player One. <laughs> Which raises the question, you know, if... You know, is it legitimate cinematography if the source material isn't worth adapting? Right, if it's, if it's worthy, center, yeah. yeah. T- don't you, hell, I, even if I don't want to go for the low-hanging fruit with Ready Player One, freaking Jaws. I, mean, I, the, I will give you, I will buy you a steak dinner if you could finish the book that Jaws is based can on. About, can we go back to The Godfather then? Yes, or yes. Can we talk about how Coppola was literally disliked the book so much the first time he read it and almost dissuaded him from making the movie? Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, he literally, act- like the, yeah. the studio execs described the book to him, like as it was being written, and he got so excited to make this movie. Then he got halfway through the book, put it down, and was like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do with this?" Yeah, and then he literally the- cut two thirds of the book out in order to make the movie. And then people, but say, you had to because right. it's like an eight hundred page book or something. Yeah, two thirds of it is about like a woman getting plastic surgery because her vagina is too big. Because vagina is too big. And yeah, and Sonny's about, penis. Yeah. yeah, and then the other two-third or whatever is about the Godfather's godson who's, like, the actor guy. Right, right, right. Yeah. Johnny whatever his name is. Like yeah. Johnny Hollywood. I don't know. Yeah. And there's like, also a bunch of uh, extra characters at the beginning who get their own back. The, the, you know the opening of the movie where the, the daughter's wedding? Like, yeah. all the people who asked him for favors, they're full, well, first of all, there's more of them in the oh, yeah, book. yeah, they all have their own subplot, They all, right? like, yeah. they each get, like, a their own essay, introductory essay, but that they all end with the sentence, we must seek out Don Vito Corleone. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, objectively, Godfather and Godfather Part 2, probably greatest movies ever made. Yes. And, like, Godfather Part 2 
half of okay so like in godfather part two the whole like subplot where it's flashbacks to Vito, right and like that was part of the book yeah oh yeah everything that's in the present day with michael was totally original by coppola for the movie holy shit yeah so literally he took the book cut out two-thirds of it the rest of it was split between two movies and the second movie half of it he wrote himself (laughs) i mean like at that point is it even really an adaptation like how loose do you use the term adaptation like <laughs> the or, fact that we had to purchase the film rights from the author. <laughs> honestly, most of the MCU movies, that's the only reason they were considered adaptations. Like really? Most of oh. them play pretty fast and loose with the source material. Oh, definitely, especially yeah. Civil War. Uh, well, which is a good thing. Well, yeah, 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 cuz I heard I heard, I don't think I've ever heard a good well, I heard good things from the wrong people, if you know what I mean. Let's put it this way. <laughs> Before Iron Man the movie came out, most of the Marvel Comics fandom hated iron man because of civil war oh like here's the problem with the Uh civil war comics yeah well the first issue was written by mark miller post 9-11 so as much as he tried (gasps) he failed to keep any of his politics out of it lovely yeah no like the superhero registration act was literally the fucking patriot act first off yeah uh, for the uninitiated just mark miller is the genius who brought us kick ass and the boys Two more instances where the where the motion picture adaptation version is better than the comics version because it does not stick to the source material. Exactly, like Jesus Christ, I could fill another, I could fill a whole episode of how much better the Amazon Boy series is than the comics. Because dear God, yeah, yeah, and, like I follow Kaiser Neko on Twitter, and like he straight up said, "Oh, so after finishing Boys, I decided to try to read the comics." And uh, <laughs> nope, that's basically what he said. Yeah, and this because, is from yeah. one of the guys who was a co-writer for Helsing Ultimate Abridged. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. So anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lisa, anyway, yeah. The co- so the yeah, comic so, was basically a Patriot Act. Well, they also like straight up and make Iron Man read Richards and Hank Pym fascists. Oh. Because their plan to round up all of the heroes that don't want to sign the Superior Registration Act right. is to start hiring supervillains as mercenaries to hunt them down and to capture them, and then they throw them down into the negative zone. Yikes! For the uninitiated, the negative zone is where they trap Galactus. Fuck! Because that's their idea of how much they need to do to capture all these people. And of course, it indirectly led to one day more, or one last day, whichever one it was. Basically, mm-hmm. Peter Parker is initially Iron Man's side, reveals his secret identity, which is part of signing oh, the Accord. Right, 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 right. His aunt may getting shot and his internal condition, hey. which makes him regret and betrays him and joins um, Captain America's side. Mm. Yeah, which... I could do a whole episode of why One Day More sucks, but much more qualified, coherent people than I have already talked oh, yeah, like dead a, horse to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, all I'm going to say is fuck Joe Quesada. That's all I need to say about that. Gah, yes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But, yeah, so source material and then adaptations. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I think I can actually rattle off, rattle off quickly some differences between the... The boy series and the Go boys. Ahead. Okay, yes, so I haven't actually seen it. So. Okay, so there's the one aspect of the because honestly, it's too important, too quote unquote important of a seed to for the plot to uh-huh. actually. So what what they do is that they usually cha- the show does is that it changes the execution really than more so the content. Yeah. So like in the in the comics, there's a there's this young. Her, I think her name is Starlight. Well, I think they're adults over here. So yeah, yeah. So. So, uh, 
the, yeah, her name is Starlight, and yeah, um, I, I know yes. what you're referring to, by the way. All right, all right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so she's part of her initiation or hazing process to go into the to join the boys is that she has to, well, give oral sex. Yeah. Eh? But um, it's basically in the, a rape in, the scene. in the comics. Every single the she has to she has to basically run a train. The, yeah, yeah. the rest of the boys run a train on her, yeah. whereas in the comic it's just one of them. So you know, not still it's marginally better in the sense that you know, immediately breaking your neck is better than a long drawn out death from cancer. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what really elevates the show above the comics is her response to it. Hmm. In the comics, she just becomes a shrinking violet and adopts a defeatist attitude and just goes running into the main character's arms because female. <laughs> whereas in the oh, well, it's a great series, by the way. Um, whereas in the in the show, she has a defiant attitude and. Yeah, well, do do I really need to explain more than that? She she be she's a lot more defiant and um. Basically, she's, they don't, you know, yeah. emasculate her. Yeah, for lack of a better word, yeah. whatever the feminine equivalent of demasculation is. Sort of, Unfortunately, that word doesn't exist because for in a patriarchal society, <laughs> that concept doesn't exist. Oh god! Oh. But yeah, and then. Then there's a, a lot of more differences. That the main character, the speaking of the main character, like is the main character the guy Carl Urban plays? No, he's actually he gets the most focus, but he's not like our main protagonist. If okay, that makes sense, yeah. the main protagonist is the guy whose girlfriend dies in the opening. Oh yeah, I know what guy you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, but spoiler spoiler warning. Boy, <laughs> a little late for that. But but yeah, um, but yeah, in the comics, he's. He's just an asshole. Yeah, no. He's like, just I like, tried reading comics and I didn't make it very far. Oh, you tried reading the comics? Like, way before there was an an Amazon series, I tried to read the comics. Oh, really? Emphasis on oh. tried. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah I yeah. didn't make it very far. Yeah, because um, in the comics, uh, yeah, he's just like, yeah. Yeah, he's, just, he's just like, casually racist and homophobic and bigoted. Just, yeah. Yeah. My thing with just the boys mm-hmm. is it's it's a holdover from the mid-2000s when The Dark Knight came out and everybody decided, oh, people only like superheroes if they're gritty and realistic and dark. Realistic. Yeah. Realistic apparently means gritty and dark. Yeah. Which tells you a lot about which people's worldview was in 2008. Which, considering what happened in 2008... I mean, I'm not yeah. saying it, that those feelings were invalid. I'm just saying I'm not happy with what it did to the entertainment industry. Fair. Because it's 2019. That's where my priorities are right now. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Also, since we have Netflix on the screen right now, let's talk about how shitty their business model is. Right now, their business model has been reduced <laughs> to make a great series. Series becomes popular. Possibly make a second season of series. Cancel series. Fan backlash. Ignore fan backlash. Renew 13 Reasons Why in Big Mouth for 15 more seasons, because why not? Uh, especially 13. Oh, God. Uh, I never watched 13 Reasons Why, but my brother did. Yeah. He... Now... You know my brother. He's he's kind of he kind of he has a higher bar for what he's willing to put up with in his fiction than we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he um, said that the second season of Thirteen Reasons Why crossed a line with him. I, I know what you were talking about, but go ahead and say it. <laughs> it's the scene where the guy gets raped with a broomstick. I don't even know enough about the show to understand why that scene needs to happen, and I'm glad I don't. It's because it's from. 
motivation for the villain because the second Why season deals need a villain isn't it about suicide no, no no the first season is the first season is 13 reasons why she, the person making the tapes committed suicide. The second reason, the second season is 13 reasons why this, the villain committed a mass shooting. Oh, so it's just Riverdale at this point. Yeah. Except it takes itself more seriously. Yeah, say what you will about any of the shows on CW, but at least none of them actually take themselves seriously. Yeah, especially Riverdale. <laughs> Riverdale is literally just bad Riverdale, it's, it's literally just bad Archie Comics fan fiction that got a TV deal somehow. Which, honestly, yeah, there's a market for that. Look at Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> Which, you know what? Isn't Jup- I, t- I, t- I take that back. And Jupiter Ascending was actually legitimately enjoyable. It's regardless it was of really quality, fun. It was yes. legitimately enjoyable in spite of the fact it was trying to take itself seriously. Right, right, yeah. right. We got furry Channing Tatum on rocket roller skates, for crying out loud. Because, I mean, That's come a, on. It's literally impossible to not be entertained by that, objectively yeah. speaking. <laughs> Plus, Sean Bean survives. Yay. Isn't it funny how, like, casting Sean Bean in a role where he doesn't die is almost always a death knell for the quality of the thing he's in? <sighs> like, literally, I don't understand. I don't know if he's doing this on purpose or not, but, like, he dies in so much shit. I know that, like, this has been discussed ad nauseum. Yeah. But why does he only ever get cast in shit where he dies almost immediately? It's funny because, like, in the UK, like, his breakout role was in, like, the series of, like, spy thrillers, like, Sharp. Mm. And, like, he's a fucking super spy. His whole thing is he constantly avoids death. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, then, I don't ever, I don't know any of yeah, this. Ever oh. since... Did GoldenEye come out before or after Fellowship of the Ring? Oh, God, that's a really good question, because I know GoldenEye is one of the more recent Bond yeah, ever movies. Ever since GoldenEye and Fellowship Hang were on. on that part of his... Dude, I can look at it. Yeah, it's still recording, don't worry. I, I yeah, ever since, like, GoldenEye and Fellowship, like, around that part of his career, he constantly fucking fight the dust in everything like he he was in final fantasy 15 wait sean bean was yeah he voices noctis's dad who dies off screen in the first chapter of the book of the of the game huh yeah he literally has like five lines at the beginning we also voiced him in like the animated like prequel special thing they made but like yeah no literally he plays the dad in the jrpg Uh, is my point Quick sidebar, uh, yeah. when you said when GoldenEye came out, were you talking about the video game? No. Because, that, yeah, I know, because I always say that, yeah. because the, that's the first result that yeah, comes no, up yeah. from the from the Google search. I meant the movie that it takes its name Okay, from. so the movie came out. Wait, no, 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 that's the, oh, vi- shoot, oh, that's okay. the video game. Good lord. <sighs> movie release date. Okay, ni- movie came out, GoldenEye came out in 1995. Okay, so, yeah, that's before so, Fellowship. So that's way before yeah, Fellowship, yeah. 2001, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, ever since GoldenEye, I think he's died in basically everything he's been in. Mm-hmm. It's funny, because in the ill-fated Percy Jackson movies, he plays Zeus. <sighs> so if he doesn't die, the franchise does. <laughs> well, seems like how it goes. <laughs> it really seems like... They oh somehow managed to get enough, like, pull to make a sequel to the Percy Jackson movie, but I mean... Just one. Yeah. God, Percy Jackson deserves so much better. I'm hoping they make, like, a Netflix series out of it so it has a chance to, like... Be well adapted. Yeah, that, that brings me to another point. Um, can we just adapt all books into TV series instead of right. movies from okay, now on? Two things yeah. about book adaptation. Yeah. TV series instead of movie, and wait for the series to finish before you start adapting it. Harry Potter. <sighs> Game of Thrones. Well, no. Game of Thrones, if you waited for it to finish, it still wouldn't have been adapted. Right, but exactly. Whether that's good or not is, you know, not for me to decide. Yeah, exactly. I just don't have the energy to even watch any of the HBO show by this time. So because, no. Uh, 
Hell, I don't even have the energy to read Fire and Blood. Fuck that. I, I, I don't. I don't want to read any more encyclopedias about whatever yeah. the hell the name like, of the place is. If you're like me and you're just constantly obsessed with world building and lore, then yeah. that's fine. But if yeah, you, honestly, exactly. I would yeah. rather re- read the fucking resulting wiki articles than actually buy and read the encyclopedia. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I am excited that they're apparently going to try and adapt the dance of of the dragons, and because the guys who made the show aren't attached to it. So there's a chance for it to actually be good. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. And also because that's, like, my whole favorite, like, part of the Game of Thrones lore mm-hmm. is the Dance of the Dragons because that was the Targaryen um, War of Succession. Mm. And it was called the Dance of the Dragons because both sides had a shit ton of dragon riders. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, oh, I could literally talk for hours about why I just love the Game of Thrones world-building lore, like, even though most of it is basically just European history with dragons attached. Oh, okay. I, I still love it. Yeah, yeah. well, because, I mean, that's what you gotta do. I mean, Real life inspires fiction. the events, the characters involved still have to be interesting for me to give a shit. Exactly, yeah. And, like, honestly, there are so many characters in, like, Game of Thrones lore and, like, pre-canon history that are way more powerful and way more interesting than any of the canon characters, honestly. Like, the whole point of Game of Thrones is within the context of this world, these are the fucking scrubs. Like, this is the world is on its last <laughs> leg, and these are the morons who are tasked with preserving what's left of it. Wow. It's like if Star Wars had started with the sequel trilogy, and then, like, the prequels and the original and trilogy was all just expanded universe Whoa, stuff. Oh, that's trippy. But that's literally what it is, though. Like, imagine that we never actually saw Anakin Skywalker in the movies and he just only ever was referred to by name or as, like, Darth Vader's old self. Like, that's, like, the status of some of the characters in, like, pre-canon Game of Thrones. Good lord. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically we started yeah, John from Snow, Force Awakens. Wow. Jon Snow was basically just Rey. Ah, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no... But like I said, I just want the mm-hmm. books to come out, not even because I'm invested in how the series ends. I just want to see the fandom war between people who prefer the books and the series ending. Yep. Because and I know it's good, there are going to be a shit ton of differences. Yep. And I just yep, want to yep, see yep. people... Tear each other apart. Although, to be real, <laughs> with the way the show ended, I'll be amazed if anyone even cares enough to have that argument at this point. That is a great point. Yeah. I don't think anybody is going to defend the show's ending. Right. Right. Unless the books somehow shit the bed even harder than the show. The Which only... is entirely possible. I mean, yes. Let's be real. Yeah. I will admit that a large part of the reason why the show runners were probably struggling around season six and seven is mm-hmm. because the books write themselves into a corner and no one has any idea how George Martin's supposed to get himself out of it. Mm. Granted, that doesn't excuse all the other mistakes they made, but I mean, like I said, more yeah. coherent, didn't help. knowledgeable people have talked ad nauseum over why that show went to shit shout out to Lindsay ellis mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah gotta love white men failing upwards right yeesh at least to... happy thanksgiving i guess yep 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 yeah today we are thankful for that one twitter thread that apparently made the made D lose the job for the yeah. next star wars movie mm-hmm <sighs> You know, say say what you will about the Disney monopoly; it is bad, regardless of the quality of their products. But it's just like, what what is their competition really doing to fight it? Because well, part of the problem is they don't have any competition because they're buying out their competition. True, right? The only company in recent memory that could have been legitimate competition was Pixar, and now Pixar's a part <sighs> of it. Right? Then they bought out Fox. Fox, yeah. Which okay, but 
why were they able to buy out to buy out Fox though? Because well, Fox hadn't done anything worthwhile in a long ass time. Exactly. Because they were I mean, but that's Oh god, I'm getting into very financial Darwinism here. Yeah, Jesus well Christ. capitalism really is just financial Darwinism. Yeah. Ugh. I mean and then But it's like what are we supposed to do about the it? The only other <laughs> time in history that I think a monopoly has been broken up by the US government forcefully was with AT and T. Oh yeah, I but remember that. But the thing is, they yeah. didn't really put enough sanctions in place on the resulting companies on that purpose. Most, yeah, because most of them just reconglomerated later on anyway. Yep. Because none of the like resulting broken up companies had a chance to thrive on their own. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's one of those things where it's like something needs to be done, but there's no precedent for what's been done. So there's no guarantee that anything that is done would be done correctly. Right. Uh, which is paradoxical in and of itself because you're supposed to establish a precedent by fucking doing something for the first time. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 But expecting the government to do anything that would benefit anybody is not for 2019. <laughs> well, that's not true. They do something to benefit people. Granted, those people are bribers. I, I mean, lobbyists, but, you know. Why is lobbyism legal? I mean, I understand why it's legal. I mean, more in the rhetorical, humanitarian sense, why is it allowed? <sighs> because uh, there's... Well, now I get to use my law degree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's... Because of a Supreme Court case called uh, Citizens United, basically says that restricting funding the the amount that anyone basically restricting the amount of money that you could contribute towards a client or a, a client a candidate is considered an infraction on free speech yeah scalia wrote the opinion i think i have to double check that fucking course he did <laughs> yeah I swear to God, though, one of the few times that broken clock was correct was when he wrote the... He was also in the majority opinion for the Supreme Court case that granted First Amendment protection to video games. I mean... Again. But he was still only doing that because, you know, you have to be completely consistent with giving free speech to everything if you want to use it to justify being a racist bigot. Exactly! Yep, 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 yep. Although, I will say this... um, because this is just the kind of person I am, I listened to the oral arguments for that for that case yeah. when they was being heard, and uh, Justice Kagan actually actually asks the lawyer who's um, trying to defend the bill mm-hmm. that was banning the banning the video games was would Mortal Kombat be be banned under this bill? Mm-hmm. And, and and I got to listen to a lawyer basically stutter and admit that he had never played Mortal Kombat. And then Kagan revealing that she that she had gotten exposure to it via her interns. Hmm. <laughs> it's amazing how actually knowing what the fuck you're talking about can benefit you in most situations. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Hmm. Here's to here's to Ginsburg living a long and healthy life. Mm-hmm. She really deserves to outlive everybody else on that bench. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, I, don't, I don't know. She, she, I would extend that blessing to also Sotomayor and Kagan. Okay, yeah, Sotomayor and Kagan. Because, especially Sotomayor. Cause, so oh I think we're God. getting at all the women. Yes. On the bench. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Especially Sotomayor. Sotomayor is the old, her dissenting opinions on, like, cop cases. Because, yeah. you know, there is a Supreme Court case where the, it was an eight to one decision saying that as long as a cop makes a reasonable mistake of the law, then they can't be held accountable. Oh, right. Yeah. G- guess who the one dissenting opinion was? Sotomayor. Sotomayor. Yes. <laughs> That's why you need minorities. Yeah, on the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Thomas doesn't count. <laughs> Thomas lost his minority card. Yeah. Decades ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I hate to say it. I mean, the <laughs> list of reasons why he's lost it is probably longer than the amount of, like... I don't have a good longer metaphor. Than, longer than any case book. It's longer than the CVS receipt. I don't have a good metaphor. <laughs> Fuck Thomas is my point. <laughs> he doesn't deserve to have my brain cell spent on describing him. Yeah. Is my yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> and George Takei tried once. He had to apologize for it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm revoking mm-hmm. that CVS metaphor. I'm saving it for someone who deserves it. Yay! Yeah. The thing with monopolies is it's just like, at is there a point where the output justifies a monopoly's existence? See because that that's but that's like my eternal because conundrum. The, the whole idea like, of my, yeah. my monopolies are bad is that it prevents other output from being made. Exactly, like Disney becoming a huge conglomerate that literally can prevent other people from doing anything. Exactly, but yeah. at any. Like, at any point, does any of their output justify their ability to do that? I think part of the issue is that is like, in entertainment, yeah. entertainment is an art form, a form of expression, and you shouldn't be able to monopolize art. Right. 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 I think when you have something like public utilities, here's the thing. Yeah. Under a socialist system, public utilities would be a monopolized. Exactly. Hell, Georgia Power is a monopoly right now. Right. That's yeah. my thing with, like, oh, I guess now we're getting political. I guess my thing with people who call for socialism yeah. is it's like, look, if you're going to call for full-on socialism, you have to acknowledge the level of government regulation that would be involved in that. Right. But, like, my thing is it's And like, you would require, like, a whole, like, scorch the earth, salt the ashes of the government, and then make, elect trustworthy people to get... Especially in America. And here's yeah. the thing with America right now is it's, it's kind of paradoxical, I feel, to call for a system of government that is so heavy in government regulation, while the people calling for that also explicitly distrust and do not support the current administration. Right. But then it gets into the whole thing where you sound like you're one of those, oh, you dislike society and think it should be improved, and yet you participate in society. society. Ah, yeah, the Boris comic. Yeah, that. The Boris comic, yeah. It's like, obviously you know, yeah, but it's just, like... Yeah. The thing with that is that it's it's not going to be an immediate change. You're not going to let Bernie Sanders and suddenly everyone has universal health care and all that shit. Right, because remember, we still have Republicans in Congress. Yeah, every change that you want has to be gradual, and you have to be willing to work for those gradual changes. But the thing with white... Gradual. Emphasis on gradual. The thing is, white activists don't understand gradual change, because they've never had to work for gradual change. Mm. Black people and minorities in this country worked for centuries, and they still haven't really gotten equality. Right. White people protest for a week, and, like, rated M video games exist. Yeah. I mean, granted, like, you know, I'm not saying that white people can't have political opinions or activism, I'm just saying it's like, you know, they've never had to really campaign against the level of oppression and bullshit that minorities in this country have, and therefore they lack that intrinsic understanding of what goes into doing that. Right. Right. And it's like... You know, and I'm not trying to say, oh, all white people are fake activists, because they're not. I'm not trying to paint with that white <laughs> brush. Thank you for spelling this out in this in this year of our Lord 2019 where nuance is dead. Really, though. <laughs> really, though. I mean, and that's like where you get into cancel culture. No one is allowed to, you know, there's a checklist for what you have to believe in order to be a decent person. If you don't check every single box on that list, you you know... You're not a good Which, activist or good liberal. And I'm not saying that, you know, people shouldn't be held accountable for being rapists or whatever yeah, horrible right, right, shit. That's you, not what I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's like, if someone made a racist comment in 1991, and right. they say in 2019 that they're a better person now, right. I'm not saying they should be totally let off the hook, but they shouldn't, like, be fired or arrested, and, like, you know, they should be given a chance to demonstrate that they've changed. See, here's the thing, here's the thing though. 
it's even debatable that cancel culture even exists because because nobody's really suffered any long lasting right, right, which is what right. I was going to say next. Yeah, okay, which yeah, is yeah. Like you know, and then it's also <laughs> like you know, you're wasting your energy because you're not changing anything. Like right. that's not where your energy should be directed, especially yeah. when you know it's been weaponized by the right. Yeah, like, look at the shit that happened with like Justin Trudeau recently. Like, is it an issue that he wore blackface? Yes. yes. But it's a bigger issue that it was only ever brought up by the conservative party trying to discredit him. There's a reason that nobody <laughs> ever mentioned it until he was up for re-election. Hello, James Gunn! Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, also, I think the difference yeah. there is James Gunn has also demonstrably become a better person on, he over the def- years. Yeah, he really has. I'm not yeah. knowledgeable enough on Canadian politics to say anything about Justin Trudeau or his policies. And I'm not right, right, right. Know what's which, there. which, from what little I've seen... Eh, Canada's indigenous population has some choice words for him, but like I said, not I mean, not my fight. <laughs> like I hate to say it, I I don't think this is an ignorant thing to say, but some people think it is. There's too much shit going on in America right now for me to fully educate myself on other countries' politics. Exactly. Like I'm not totally sure what the fuck is going on with Brexit, but yeah. I'm too busy trying to understand what the fuck is going on with our government. But uh, basically, all I know about Brexit is that we're gonna do it. I swear we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I swear we're gonna. That's just. I don't know how many years of that bullshit. <sighs> what were we talking about at first? This this all stemmed from an Indian from a conversation of Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we started Ugh. with Indiana Jones, and then now we're talking about Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about how it usually goes. Yep. Yep. So I actually think I actually went on the way here. I think we, I think I actually came up with a name for what our eventual show is going to be. Yes, busted limes. Because it's like Trini play on the Trini term bust a lime. Yeah, yeah, no, that works. Yeah, busted limes. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, my throat's getting sore. Let's cut it here. All right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.